Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. It's almost the, the perfect crime. I mean, it's, it's not violent. It's low risk. They make millions of dollars and they're rarely caught. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Surveillance video taken back in March shows one of the owners of Bud's Bar and Grill in Archbold confronting a thief. On March 26th, a bar and grill in Archbold, Pennsylvania, captured one of the more brazen thefts you'll ever see on its security cameras. But was it a one-off crime? Or was this part of something bigger? Police believe it could be organized crime. And it's happening at businesses all over the Northeast. Elizabeth Worthington joins us from WNEP in Northeast Pennsylvania, where there has been a recent string of bizarre thefts. Elizabeth, how did you first hear about this? Yes, it's very bizarre. Uh, We heard about it from Facebook. So a restaurant in our area shared a post from a company that they supply a product to. And we, you know, went to that company's Facebook page. And it turns out they've been posting about these incidents dozens of times a day from restaurants in our area and up and down the East Coast. And it, it turns out that it's a pretty a pretty widespread issue. I was going to ask, it seems like many of these thefts are incredibly bold with these thieves even hitting the same business multiple times. How big is this problem? How frequently are these thefts happening in the area? Well, that's the thing. We don't know exactly how much it's happening because some restaurants might not even be reporting it because it they don't even know it's happening to them. A lot of places also don't have surveillance footage. They they don't, you know, have any way to to track these thieves. But from this single company, they're posting upwards of 10 to 15 times a day about just that it's happening to just their clients. So you can only imagine it's happening to other companies as well. Um, and the reason why they're, like you said, they're getting so bold and so brazen is because they're not getting caught. You mentioned some of these businesses don't have any security footage. Some do. One of the more brazen thefts you've reported on was at a business called Bud's Bar and Grill. It occurred during business hours, was captured on surveillance. Walk me through what that footage shows happening. Yep. So it was probably midnight or 1230 and it's a bar. So, you know, customers are there. People were walking in and out of the door. They were not trying to hide it. Um, And an unmarked van pulls up and they have these, you know, equipment in the back of their vans, these storage tanks, and they're stealing this product from the back of the restaurant. And one of the owners runs out and says, hey, what are you doing? We, they didn't recognize the van. They didn't recognize the person. Um, and immediately the, the thief gets spooked and gets in his car and, and speeds off. So the big question, what is it that these thieves are actually taking? So bizarrely enough, they are stealing used cooking oil. A string of thefts is hitting the Northeast, including several businesses in our area. And the thieves are after... Cooking oil. Cooking oil, like like the restaurants are using to, to fry up French fries. Yep, so whatever they don't use, they're stealing the leftover stuff, which a lot of people, their first reaction is, what 
is the value of that? Why would why on earth would anyone steal leftover cooking oil? That was going to be my next question. <laughs> why would anyone steal leftover cooking oil? Turns out it is incredibly valuable. These thieves are making millions of dollars off of it. So a lot of these restaurants um, have contracts with companies. The one person we talked to was uh, Buffalo Biodiesel. They're a company, renewable energy company based out of upstate New York. And there's plenty of other companies like this in the country. They basically buy this leftover used cooking oil and recycle it and turn it into biodiesel, um, which is, you know, an eco-friendly way to to get rid of it. So they pay these restaurants not very much money, but, you know, a couple hundred dollars. And during the pandemic, a lot of restaurants started doing this because they could use all the money they could get. Um, so they have these vats in the back of their restaurants where they store all of this leftover oil. And then the companies like Buffalo Biodiesel come by every few weeks and pick it up. So recently they've been showing up to pick up the oil and the vats have been completely empty. So when you're at a restaurant and you see a big bin of used cooking oil out back, that might not be because they're throwing it out or just getting rid of it, but actually because, at least in the cases of the restaurants we're looking at, they're selling it. It's it's a product, a part of their business. Correct. So they're getting hit by this a little bit, um, but the the real victims are the companies like Buffalo Biodiesel. They the, the president is who I talked to, and he said last year they lost... $15 million from these thefts. $15 million. Wow. Yeah. What did he say then about how losing out on that has affected his business? I mean, they're almost, it's almost not worth operating in our area. He said he's lost 80% of the contracts. Um, he has about 400 clients in Northeastern Pennsylvania alone. 3,000 of his clients have been uh, victims of these thieves. It's close to 80%. It's not even worth operating. It's that bad. So he's he's almost getting robbed out of business. And it also just, you know, it just affects his morale. He says, we're just trying to make an honest living and trying to do something good for the environment. And these, these thieves are coming and just taking it from us. What then are the thieves doing once they've gotten a hold of all this cooking oil? It's not like you can take used cooking oil to a pawn shop or something like that. They must have buyers lined up, right? Right. And that's where it gets complicated. And that's why they think this is an, you know, a more organized effort, a, a sophisticated criminal enterprise. So basically the real value is that it, this used cooking oil can be recycled and turned into fuel, which is exactly what Buffalo Biodiesel does. So these thieves are selling it to other companies in the industry, often competitors of places like Buffalo Biodiesel, who then repurpose and resell it. And the, the real value is in carbon credits. It's carbon credits. So the uh, used cooking oil reduces carbon emissions by 19.2 pounds per gallon. Um, and that's where the real value is coming from. So that's why these companies want it, is that you know they're polluting less. So then these companies that get it, they're either turning a blind eye to where the oil is coming from because maybe they're getting it at a lower price, the more cynical theory is that they're actually the ones pulling the strings and they're helping to orchestrate it. So whether or not these companies know how the cooking oil has been obtained, the companies that are purchasing it, the reason they're essentially buying it is as a shortcut to getting these valuable carbon credits without having to actually change their business practices? Exactly. You mentioned the possibility or the theory that these aren't just rogue thieves. And I know multiple sources you've talked with during your reporting compared this to organized crime. Do we know if this is organized somehow? Do investigators believe that all of these different thefts might be able to be traced back to a group? So 
That's the thing. They really don't know. Um, the Buffalo Biodiesel believes that it is because of the costs that are involved. The, even, even these unmarked vans cost thousands of dollars. So they, these are costs that can't be borne just by one or two people or small time criminals. But the problem is, is that they're, they're being treated as such. They're being treated as one-off incidents, low dollar incidents handled by a couple people, victimless crimes. Prosecutors are not taking it super seriously because I mean, think about it. It's not a very sexy headline used cooking oil thefts. Um, and it's not violent. So that's why they're getting away with it because it's, it's almost the, the perfect crime. I mean, it's, it's not violent. It's low risk. They make millions of dollars and they're rarely caught. That's why it's expanding. That's why it's ballooning. And of course, the profits there, the money's there. I mean, imagine a person in a van making $400,000 a year in cash, tax free. And this is actually the perfect example of you know, law enforcement treating it as a, a one-off incident. When we talked to three different restaurants that it happened to for our story, and they're all in neighboring boroughs right next to each other. And when we went to the the first police department, they, we said, oh, have you talked to, you know, the Dixon City police about this? And they said, no, they haven't been working together at all because they didn't realize that it's been happening all over our area several times a month. Mm. So that's that's really the the tricky part is that it's not being treated as a as an organized crime effort, and it very much appears that it is. So how are the owners of the affected businesses, the restaurants and the biodiesel companies, going about trying to get law enforcement to take this more seriously as an organized problem? So the company that I spoke to has been sending letters to prosecutors and to law enforcement. Um, they sent me one set of emails with a detective in our area um, who actually did arrest a couple people, but then the district attorney, it appears that they let them go because the thieves claimed that they, they were working with Buffalo Biodiesel, which was obviously not the case. They sent, I believe they said 100 letters, at least 100 letters to our district attorney in, in our area, Lackawanna County, none of which were answered. Uh, funny enough, until we ran our story about it, they did, the district attorney did call Buffalo Biodiesel. They did make contact with them. Uh, so hopefully we'll see, we'll see if anything comes of it from that. You'll have to keep us posted. Elizabeth Worthington with WNEP. Thanks for coming on to share this story. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Daily Crime. Because we're daily, we're putting out episodes every single day, Monday through Friday. And if you want to make sure you're not missing any of those, hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. And if you're looking for more true crime, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. <laughs>